Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means taking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, now right now, a lot of old school, sometimes experienced entrepreneurs are getting left behind because they're not moving with the very fast, modern, almost Darwinian times where those who adapt the quickest to change are being the most successful. You know, the, the YouTube millionaires and the social media experts and the people have built their vast personal brand and doing joint ventures with influencers. It's these guys who are the modern entrepreneur. And I've got maybe 11 or 12 things I think makes a modern entrepreneur. And I'd like to challenge you to embrace as many of them as possible so you can disrupt, get ahead, not just survive, but thrive in this very fast changing world where many older retail-based businesses or manufacturing businesses or industrial businesses, they're getting left behind and they just don't know how to keep up. Like some social media influencers, just ordinary people sharing their message, have got more followers than Coca-Cola on social media or some of the biggest brands in the world. And that's unheard of because some of the huge global corporations literally have billions of customers. Yet, a few people who just share what they know have built larger followings. And I want to help you do the same. So welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur live video and audio podcast going to discuss with you creating a mobile lifestyle, running webinars, gaining free traffic and free leads, free customers, leveraging social media, using your phone, reducing your overhead, building your personal brand, content marketing, the three types of brand, how to be reactive and how to pivot really quickly in your business, giving behind the scenes as well as front of house, joint venturing with influencers, and then being an information marketer. Woo! That's a lot. Now, what I'll probably do is give you a little bit of each. And then if there are any that need to be expanded, there's probably some already on my podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur, or we'll uh, go deep later on. All right, so the mobile lifestyle. The modern entrepreneur, instead of running their day and then debriefing their day, they think a little bit ahead in their day, what could be a marketing, a social media, a YouTube, an Instagram opportunity. So, you know, I must admit, I still have a few hangups around social media, i.e., I rarely, if ever, do uh, live feeds or videos, you know, while I'm out walking around town in public. I remember I was doing one, the first one. I practiced loads of times. I walked from my house over the bridge and I was halfway through and I was in the flow. And some guy hit the horn and started shouting at me. I just lost it. I don't normally react to people when they get angry in traffic because normally it's just nice to go, thank you, after you, thank you, because it calms them down. But, you know, there are people out there who just think, what am I going to be doing in the the day? And how's that a video, social media or marketing opportunity? So they just think a little bit in advance. Whereas most of us who started social media, we get to the end of the day or the end of the week and we thought, oh, that could have been a good blog. That could have been a good video. So you just really want to think when you're doing your doing in the day, how could your customers, clients, fans and followers get value from that? I'll give you another example. I ran a competition 
and John Bartlett won and he got to shadow myself, my business partner and, you know, within our companies for 10 days over a year's period. And he wanted to ask me some questions about social media and building his brand and his partner who's a bit of an introvert, getting himself out there. So instead of just talking to him, I said, well, why don't we do a live feed? And then that can give you exposure and I can help my community get some value on that. And I can leverage my time so that if I'm sharing it with John, I can also share it with 30,000 people who watch my videos. I think 35,000 a week now watch my live feed videos. So, you know, you want to be thinking in that opportunity. And then what you'll find is more opportunities will come to you. One of the good things that will help your building your brand and your social media is, you know, going to different places and having different interesting pattern interrupting visuals, which I've got to work on because my podcast setup is stuck here. Really need to move it around on a lapel mic so I can show you some more interesting locations and not just a load of lights I don't use anymore. So it's a bit of feedback for me there. So this mobile lifestyle, you take your laptop, you take your Samsung or your iPhone, wherever you go, and you just run your business from your device. Now, the people that are embracing that, they can work anywhere in the world. They can work with their, you know, their family. They can travel a lot more if they want to. They can merge the passion and profession. And that leads us nicely to webinars and live feeds. So the thing with webinars and live feeds is you can run them anywhere in the world. So if you're a mumpreneur, for example, and you've got a young baby and you put them to bed at two and they get up at four, you know, in the afternoon. Now, let's assume you're not absolutely naffed and can't even summon any energy, which some mums are. I respect that. But you've got two hours there. So you might decide to do a live feed video at three o'clock or a webinar at three till four. And you can merge them in with your lifestyle. Um, if you're busy traveling, you could do live feed videos on an airplane. I heard Joe Rogan, one of his podcasts, he did it with Dana White on an airplane. They were flying on an airplane, I guess, to a fight and they did a podcast. So that's great to use this dead time, you know, leverage dead time, create no extra time. You know, like when you listen to a podcast in the gym or um, when you listen to an audio book in the car. That's, you know, leveraging otherwise dead time where you can do that with webinars and live feeds. You know, some, you might even do it on a train. I mean, you pretty much do it anywhere as long as, you know, you're not too distracted in the background. So that, that leverages your time. You create time out of dead time. Therefore, you create a higher income generating value of your time. So therefore, you can work less and earn more. Now, running a webinar or running a live feed right now costs virtually nothing because you can run a live feed on your business page or on your profile or in respective groups and you can get access to hundreds or thousands or tens of thousands of followers and fans without having to pay any money. I mean, it's just like a complete revelation. All these people who moan about Facebook, how there's too many ads and spend my life on Facebook. Stop moaning, complaining and start embracing the amazing opportunity. Uh, so that leads me to my next point, which is free traffic and free leads. You know, remember the day when you had to set up a shop and you had to pay for a lease for 10 years or something. You had to go to your bank manager and get a huge loan. You know, remember the days when you had to buy a load of stock and inventory and cause, you know, that could go out of date or that could be perishable or you might not sell a load of it. And you had to take these huge risks and have this huge overhead. And then you could only attract customers who lived in the local village. This was the old business. So there were loads of local shops, but no one could ever really grow. But now you have a global audience with virtually no cost, with virtually no overhead. You might need a payment gateway where you pay a few quid a month and then you pay a small percentage of each sale. 
you're running your go-to webinar account, you might need to pay a few dollars or pounds a month to have the platform. You don't have to pay any money for the iPhone or to run live feeds. You don't have to pay any money for any of the social media groups. And of course, there's YouTube and Instagram and LinkedIn and Snapchat and Twitter and many more and Reddit and all loads probably that I don't even know about. It's free traffic, free leads, free business. And so really that leads next, which I've jumped about four points, is to content marketing, which is the best way to build a great business. For years, people have been asking me where I buy my watches. Many of you may know I'm a watch collector, I'm a watch investor, and those as an asset class have done me very well in the last 15 years. I have never shared where I source my watches from or my watch dealer until now. My watch dealer used to be a professional footballer for Manchester United, and he formed a watch brand called Broadwalk. And he sources the higher-end brands like Rolex, Audemars Piguet, Patek Philippe and Richard Mille. I trust him. I've used him for many years. And recently we've done a partnership. Hence, I'm inviting you, if you want to start investing in watches and protect your money from the banks and inflation, to check out Broadwalk. That's B-R-O-A-D-W-A-L-K. And the website is broadwalkgroup.com. The email is sales at broadwalkgroup.com. And please don't share this, but his number is 07496 878153. Obviously, only message him if you're serious about buying and investing in the higher-end watches. People have been asking me for years, and for the first time ever, you can get access to my watch team. ...business around this is to give a lot of good value, and then every now and again, make an elegant offer. So what is your niche? What do you do? What are you passionate about? What do people know you for? How do you want to be known? What could you talk about even if it wasn't work and you weren't earning money from it? You know, you want to try and work all those things out. Now, by the way, if you haven't worked them out yet, you can still do some live feed videos sharing interesting things or webinars. Uh, and then when you've worked that out, you start commenting on that. And uh, I, met, I went to meet Yanni from Yanamize, who's got a million Instagram followers. His um, podcast episode is... It might have just gone if you're listening to this. He has a, a million Instagram followers. And when I ask him and any other major social media influencers that I'm trying to learn from, the, the key they all say is consistency. You know, you've got to post daily. You've got to post weekly. You post nine times a day. And because Facebook, for example, and probably other platforms will follow suit, restrict your reach. If you post one video, five or 10% of your followers might see it. So if you post five videos, 25 to 50% of your followers might see it. So you're kind of doing the law of numbers here. Now, also, some people like some of your content and some people will like some other parts of your content. And that's okay too, which is why I like to pick specific niches. Rather than just talking about general business, general enterprise and entrepreneurship, I like to pick social media, building your brand, collecting watches, building an Instagram following, etc. Because then, you know, because not everyone's going to like all of my work and I'm okay with that. So people can pick and choose and they go, oh, I like that title. I'll listen to that. Oh, I'm not interested in that so much. I won't listen to that. So therefore, I can reach more people because I've got, if you try and do one broad thing to all your audience, you might get 10% listening. But if you did 10 different videos of 10 niches to your audience, you might get 30%, 50% or more listening. Something to think about there. So really, you want to become what, what, what content marketers call content marketing, which is great value, great value, great value, great value, build goodwill, you know, build this sort of viral ability. I don't know what the word is. The shareability, people saying great things about you. See, when, when people feel that you give them good content and, you know, they learn something from you, 
Then they'll go and tell their friends. They'll tag their friends in. They'll share your work. If you give one piece of content, sell one piece of content, sell one piece of content, sell one piece of content, sell. You'll probably sell well. Don't get me wrong. And you'll make money. And there's nothing wrong with that. But people probably won't feel that comfortable sharing with you if you just sell too much. Because that's a risk to someone, you know, recommending you. But if you went content, 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 elegant offer, repeat, then you're going to build a great business, a great brand, all that goodwill latent in, you know, every mind of every follower of yours will mean that they'll just buy your stuff. You won't have to do these hard, yucky, run to the back of the room, follow me like the Pied Piper kind of closes. Not that there's anything wrong with those as well, because people who do that are very skilled in that art, and I admire that. But you don't have to do that, because I know a lot of people who watch my videos and listen to my podcast in 180 countries, they haven't got the skills or resources or the desire to sell like that. So the great thing about this modern world of webinars and live feed videos and building your social media brand is you can be an introvert. You know, like if, for example, you're not really that confident on speaking, confident on selling. You know, I always now, when I do longer pieces of content, just put like there, you can see what 12 bullet points, because I don't want people to think I'm rambling and waffling. And I know a lot of people are, and sometimes I go off on tangents, but I've got, so you can literally behind your phone, you can script the bullet points that you want to talk about. So as you speak, you just look up next point. So you've got your guide. So you can, you don't, you don't script, script it. Now on a webinar, you can script it because they don't see your video. They see your slides and you can plan that in advance. So you definitely want to embrace this social media, baby. You want to make sure you've got all your profiles and accounts set up. You want to make sure they're well populated. You want to repurpose your content across all of the platforms. I've taught you this a lot of times in previous Disruptive Entrepreneur and live feed videos. So if you haven't heard me say this before, you've got to go back and watch it. The thing is, you're doing this stuff anyway, all day, every day. So Glenn's just tuned in. Glenn does commercial conversions. He's doing tens of millions of pounds worth of big commercial developments. He's doing this every day. He's speaking to planners. You know, he's getting the architects on it. He's having to work out ways to put maximum amount of rooms in. He's having to, you know, deal with the council. You know, he's, he's going around the properties and viewing it. He's doing it anyway. You're doing it anyway. Your business, your passion, your profession, you're doing it anyway. So why don't you let the world in to see what you're doing? Now, um, whilst we are not, me, you, are not Kim Kardashian, you know, or some kind of massive celebrity. By the way, Kim Kardashian reputedly, according to Ty Lopez, made 460 million US dollars from her Instagram account last year. So people don't just want to see, oh, look at my makeup, oh, look at my hair, oh, look at my wardrobe, etc. Not knocking that, because if I could show all of those and make 460 million US dollars a year, would I turn that down? I'd wear makeup for that any day of the week. All right. Um, but if you're doing what you're doing, why don't you show people behind the scenes? Hey, have a look at a property I was viewing. Hey, here's, here's, um, you know, here's our studio. Here's our podcast studio. You know, here's, um, here's the inner, inner workings of what I do. Here's me doing an architectural drawing, etc. Um, and because your clients and fans and followers love that because you're real, because you're personal, because you're accessible. So what you're really doing is merging some of the points I've already made. You're taking your iPhone or your laptop or your podcast equipment, you're doing what you do anyway, you know, you're hustling, you're running your business, you're making money, you're doing your thing, you're selling, you're marketing, maybe you're doing speak, your public speeches, etc. Bring the world in, do a lot of behind the scenes stuff, they connect with you in even more, they feel like they know you, even though like, they live in Myanmar, wherever that is, they feel like they've met you and they live in Myanmar. And then when you launch your products and services in the future, the friction has gone, the trust is ridiculously increased, and therefore you make a lot more sales and without being a lot uh, more pushy. So these social media, modern entrepreneurs, they're reactive, they're fast. You know, like when you start up and you're on your own, you can make a decision today and you can implement today. 
And then I got to the point of Progressive where we had 75 staff and then 150 out, odd staff outsourcers outside of the office. And it was like, we make a decision today and if we're not, if we, it'd be lucky if we're doing it in three months. And it's so frustrating when things are slow and they hit bottlenecks and they just go, doo -doo, and they just stop. Whereas when you run this modern enterprise, you can just react. You can just do a video on it. You can do an interview on it. I was filling up my Ferrari, minding my own business, trying not to look at people because it's kind of embarrassing. And some guy came up to me and he was like, hey, Rob, you know, no, he didn't say hey, Rob, because he didn't know me. But I'm just talking in dialogue. <laughs> um, he uh, said, nice car, mate. Do you mind if I take a photo? Now, I always want to say yes to things like that because I would be like, no, in case you put it on social media and I get a troll. So I said, yeah, sure, mate. And he took a photo and he's like, nice guy. And he walked away. And then about two hours later, my business partner, Mark, sent me a message saying, hey, mate, you're in this group. There's about 70 comments already and it's going wild. And this group was called Parking Like a Twat in Peterborough. That's the name of the group. Now, you might have seen my rant video on it. There are 10,000 members of this group. I mean, what is the world coming to? <sighs> anyway, so I um, noticed this. 10,000 members. I'm minding my own business. Filling up my Ferrari. Anyway, there's like loads of comments. And, you know, there's equal hate versus, hey, leave the guy alone. I know him. He's doing well, um, etc. There was, you know, equal amount. I didn't really care about that. So I went and did a video in my Ferrari, just ranting about this. And it got 15,000 views in, what, just over a day, which for me is a lot of views. Now, for someone who's got 2 million followers, that's not a lot. But, you know, some people don't get 15,000 views in a day on all their videos that they do every day. So I was able to, in real time, react to the situation do something about it. And I've gained a lot more followers and subscribers, I know because there's so many comments, from that video. And that was just reacting to what happened. Now, if I wasn't embracing all of this social media technology, which is, by the way, it's a really easy tech, don't be scared about it, I wouldn't have done that. Now, um, I remember listening to um, a video from a guy called Lai Topez. Now, this was brilliant. Now, um, there's a chap called Ty Lopez, who I'm now um, doing good marketing for, who um, is quite a racy, um, entrepreneur, you know, he, he's, he's pretty smart. He, um, he leverages things that work like Lamborghinis and guns and, and bikini clad women to be in his videos. His content is good, I think, and that's important. And this guy, Lai Topez, did a spoof on Ty Lopez. And he was like, hey man, look at me, in, you know, in my garage, in my underground car park, because Ty Lopez does these um, here in my garage and shows all of his Lamborghinis. So this guy was looking at in an underground car park going, hey, look at me in my garage, which was an underground car park. And there was a Lamborghini at the back and he was spoofing everything that Ty Lopez says. And then someone got in the Lamborghini and drove off and he was like, uh, uh, because he'd been busted that it wasn't his. And this video got hundreds of thousands of views. It was really funny. So A, I thought that was kind of clever newsjacking, though I wouldn't probably mock someone unless I had their permission. But then what was even better was Ty Lopez went to him and said, hey, man, I love your video. That was clever. Why don't we do a video together? And they hooked up and they did a sort of a, a partnership thing. And, you know, because they were both influencers because they both had hundreds of thousands of views. And this is in real time. Uh, and that's just so clever. And that's how the modern entrepreneur works. The modern entrepreneur, you know, makes the decisions, test quickly. If it doesn't work, bin it. If it does work, scale it. Test, 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 test. You know, if you do two or three videos a day or two or three videos a week, everything will be a test. If it doesn't work, you stop. If it does work, you scale up. You know, every time I do a podcast, I know some podcasts are getting listened to more than others because I just have to look at my analytics. So let's look at last seven days and I'll tell you which ones have got the, in fact, now let's look at last 30 days and I'll tell you which ones have got the most listens. And therefore, you know that these titles and headlines are more interesting to people because they've got the most listens. All right. So how to build an empire, not a piddly part-time income has had the most 
In fact, that, that episode was only three episodes ago. Wow. So that's the, then how to build your personal brand, eight ways to scale yourself. It's the second most listened to. And Rob interviews philanthropist and entrepreneur, Dame Stephanie Shirley, how to deal with difficult clients and turn them into fans. So there you go. There are four most downloaded and listened to podcasts of the last 30 days. So I could now start doing blogs, vid live feed videos, articles on LinkedIn, videos on Instagram about this, because I know this is wanted because I'm getting real time data. This data is seven days old or less. All right. So I'll summarize a couple of the things. So basically, you've got virtually no overhead now. You don't have to have tens of thousands of pounds a month on the overhead stressing. I know a lot of businesses that are doing decent turnover, but their costs are so high that they're, they're just like, they're, they're almost always just sort of nearly sinking. So you want to make, you keep it really low, your overhead. You build a personal brand. Your name has huge value. If you're Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, you know, or anyone like that, you know, if you're Cristiano Ronaldo, his name is as valuable. He'll probably make more money out of his name than he would out of his salary. And I bet you he gets paid four or five hundred thousand pounds a week. And I bet you he makes more out of his name and his brand, the CR7 brand. So he's creating a brand which can double or triple his wages and he's already earning a ridiculous amount. I'd go as far as to say his brand's worth five or ten times more than his wages in football. So you want to build this personal brand, which I've been telling you about a lot recently. And then once you've got this brand, you can JV with other influencers. So you can get meetings with Arnold Schwarzenegger. You can do podcasts with him. You know, you can get meetings with your business mentors and idols and you can exchange. I spoke to James Kahn yesterday, um, you know, uh, from uh, Dragon's Den. And um, I likely, although we've got to sort out a few details, are doing a podcast with him. And he has 2.3 million Instagram, sorry, 2.3 million LinkedIn followers. And I have millions of downloads on my podcast. So that's an influencer JV. Uh, of sorts. And of course, um, if you do that and you do that well, that's probably the quickest way to grow your brand. If you get marketed, promoted, shared, interviewed by someone who's got a huge following, you could get tens or hundreds or thousands or more of new fans and followers and customers in one hit. And it might, you might be paying five to 25 pounds for a new customer and you get them all in one hit for free if you joint venture with influencers. All right. So I hope you found this useful. Now, I don't know where you listen to this, do you listen to this on Stitcher? Do you listen to this on iTunes? Do you listen to this on the live feed? But um, make sure you subscribe on iTunes to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast and please leave a review. I don't want to beg you, but if you think I've given you great content, please go and leave a review. Do it now. Don't do it later because you'll never do it later. Um, just because it, you know, if I've got good reviews and good downloads, it really helps me, excuse me, get uh, really good guests to interview and what I won't do is just interview people for the sake of it. You know, I've got quite a, a strict selection policy of getting the people that I interview, which is why I probably only do one every three or four weeks. I don't just churn out interviews twice a week to anyone like some of the other podcasts do. More reviews and more shares and more downloads all help us bag the big people. So if you'd like me to interview the people that are the most inspiring to you in the world, then go and leave a review. And I want you to keep your eye out on all my social media profiles coming up in the next two to three months because I'm going to be giving away some big prizes. I'm going to be doing some huge giveaways. Um, I've given away lots of things in the past. I gave away £3,800 on my 38th birthday competition for just finding um, a specific piece of information in one of my podcasts. So I'm going to be, going to be giving away a load of big um, prizes and gifts um, just because I want to have a bit of fun, do a bit of test and see if I can get a bigger reach, see if I can... Um, make some of you, I'm going to pay off someone's credit card. Um, although if you're about 600 million in debt, I might not be, I might have to have a limit. 
Um, so yeah, I'm going to have some fun with this. So make sure you are subscribed on all my social media profiles. That's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, um, because I'm going to be doing those randomly on those social media profiles over the next two to three months. Now, I know many of you tune in regularly anyway. So hey, you're going to get rewarded for tuning in regularly. So thanks for tuning in. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Hi, it's Rob. The 150th episode of the podcast, we did a live studio. Um, we basically got myself and Joe Valenti and we filled out one of our meeting rooms. And that seemed to go really well uh, doing the live studio episode. So we're going to try it again. And um, we're going to do this for the 200th episode, which just happens to fall pretty much bang on Halloween. So we're going to do a business nightmares theme where I'm going to share with you all the mistakes and cock-ups over the years I've made. And I'm going to bring in a couple of guests who've also made some cock-ups, not just to say how rubbish we are, but of course, so that you can vicariously learn from them so you don't make the mistakes again. And we'll drill into what we did, how we learned to improve the situation, why we made the mistakes, sometimes why we repeated the mistakes. So I think that'll be a lot of fun. And again, we're going to be doing it live in the studio. So you're going to have a chance to come and sit in. It's very intimate. There'll probably be 50 of us maximum. So there's probably going to be tens of thousands of people who would love to be here, but can't be here. So all you need to do to get yourself a chance of being in the live studio is either review the podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur on iTunes, or review one of my books that you haven't yet reviewed. Review either the podcast or one of the books, and then on my Facebook page or private message or in the Disruptive Entrepreneurs community, just let me know you've done it, show me the screenshot, and the first 50-ish of you, we will get you booked to the live studio. Uh, we had a great time last time. We went on for hours, as is normally the case. You'll be able to ask your specific questions with us live as well. So I think it'll be a great show. Tag me in once you've done that. Show me the review, and if you're one of the first 50, we'll book you.